Good evening, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Today, we're going to talk about a few things uh, that I don't think a lot of people actually do talk about, and that you can plant some things in the fall, the later fall, for spring crops. Now, that's something that sometimes are not heard of. A lot of the older people years ago would do these and practices and they would uh, in turn have an earlier uh, crop in the spring to eat. And uh, we're going to do uh, go over some of those things today. Uh, another thing that we're going to do is maybe some experimentation. Uh, get you to try a few things and see if it works. Uh, as we've talked in the past, it's great to keep your um, journal, keep uh, uh a log of what's going on, what you planted, when you planned it, what was your expectations, why we were doing it, uh, keep up with the weather, amounts of rain, uh, is it in, we've been in a drought or uh, is it excessive heat, excessive cold. These are things that helps us from year to year to go. While you're out looking for some of these things to plant in the fall, always remember too, I've been out and about and I've noticed that there's a lot of spring and summer seeds still left on the shelves in a lot of the farm and garden stores and the nurseries and garden centers around and uh, keep your eye on those. Now's a good time to buy those for next year. Uh, you may even in another month or so get a discount on these seeds because stores are not usually allowed to sell seed for this year for next. Uh, but as we spoke before, those seeds will come up and do just fine. So um, save yourself a little money. Go ahead, be ahead of the game. And when you get ready to plant, you'll have your seeds there to start. As a lot of you know, we started a lot of our other spring plants. If you do grow your own plants, you'll start them uh, right after Christmas, uh, 1st of January around. So have those when uh, things are not so much out in the garden centers. Um, so let's talk about planting uh, things in uh, your gardens or your raised beds or pots uh, for next spring. Now, this when you're planting now, this will not be for this fall. Uh, here in the Piedmont, this is August the 25th. So we're looking at probably planting these things around the second week, uh, third week of September. Uh, you need to get them up going except for just a couple things. Um, several other things that we've got on the list here, you can go ahead and plant now. So the things that you can plant now, and even for next year, and you may even sneak a few out for this season, one thing would be onions. Uh, I know we plant for green onions. A lot of us plant for the larger onions that we can uh, dry, put up, and keep over the winter. But those types of onions, I've already seen the bulbs out in the stores. And uh, depending on what type you like, whether it's the yellows, uh, varieties, the whites, or the purples. Uh, now, there are different ones of each one of those colors. So if you have a favorite, look for that. And that would be the way uh, to go. Go ahead and get those uh, bulbs and our sets, as we're called, and get those in the ground. One thing about this, if you're not planting in a raised bed, make sure if you're in a garden setting that you do heal up everything that we're talking about so that they don't take on the uh, 
soaking rains that we usually get. We don't cause anything to rot. Make sure that your soil is well drained also. Uh, if you have a, uh, a good organic matter garden, you can use our uh, daddy peach soil enhancer, which will give us more aeration. Let's go ahead and mix that in the soil before you plant. If not, you could use our planting mix that will give you your nutrients and your aeration. So either one of those two would be good for this. Make sure that you do run a row up, hill up is what we're after uh, for uh, these plantings. Onions, as we talked about, was one. Garlic is another. If you have your garlic beds, if you have a separate raised bed for that, now would be a good time to get those out. Shallots. Shallots is another one. And because they do divide, usually, uh, you may get them out soon enough to sneak you out a green one. Uh, like we would a green onion. If not, then these crops will come out. A uh, bit of caution on the onions, shallot. You will lose the tops in a real hard, cold spring, but rest assured they will be back as soon as it starts warming up in the very early spring. Cabbage, that's something that used to be planted a lot by the old timers. You can go ahead and set cabbage out here in several weeks. Let it get rooted in good. Again, cold weather will not affect that uh, like you think it would as long as the plants are small. There's no heads been made. It will work fine, uh, and it will come out. One note to remember, the cabbage planted in the fall tends to bolt a little sooner than the cabbage is set out first of March in plants. So, But you should have cabbage uh, a lot sooner. So that's the good part about that. Carrots is something that you can plant now. Go ahead and plant those, let them uh, make their roots. Uh, go ahead and enjoy some of those. Uh, plant some extra because if uh, you don't need them all, they will overwinter come spring uh, or at the fall, you can pull those out. You will see tops coming back on them, uh, but uh, they'll be ready to harvest after sitting there in the winter time. So that's something that you won't lose. If you use beets for greens, now's a good time to plant some beets. You may not get uh, the bulb, but if you like the greens, beets would be perfect now. Uh, if they do die down in the winter with the hard winter freeze, uh, if it's made a decent sized bulb, they will again start putting on uh, greens in the early spring and you'll be ahead of that game also. Uh, a lot of the other greens can be planted, like turnip greens or your mustard greens or uh, kale uh, turnips. Uh, would You will probably now be close to getting some small turnips in our area, uh, but uh, when the freeze comes, yes, the greens will die down some, but um, they will uh, spring back early spring, so you'll have a crop of greens to even go with those beets, and one other is spinach. Spinach is a very, very uh, cold-hardy plant. They actually does well to 10 to 15 degrees above, and then it will uh, usually sprout back and have uh, put off the leaves in the early spring. One other crop that uh, a lot of people has tried, and if they're planted right, will work fine, and that's potatoes. Now, uh, when I plant my potatoes, we usually cut the potatoes and get the eyes out. But if you're going to plant uh, potatoes in the late fall, 
Uh, what you want to do is, again, make sure that you do have a hilled up row, uh, plant them a little deeper, um, use the whole potato, uh, cover them up. And then with everything that we've talked about, make sure uh, that you put a little area up if you don't know where you planted it and mulch these in well. Now you can use uh, our soil and natural to mulch with. You can use uh, a wheat straw, which is good uh, for a mulch. Uh, you can use some uh, whatever that you usually use for a mulch. I'll be honest with you, you can pull leaves out of them if you have excessive leaves this fall. You could actually use those to mulch around uh, some of your uh, plants that we're talking about now. But when you do your mulching, make sure you do those, uh, you know, uh, probably around Thanksgiving, first uh, of December. No need to mulch before then. And like the cabbage and onions, you don't want to totally cover up the leaves or the plant with those or even the carrots. Just give it a good uh, uh, coat of mulch around the base of them to keep them warm, keep the moisture consistent. And believe it or not, even with the right amount of mulch, you will actually keep too much moisture from going in. And a lot of these winter rains, or if we do get snows. Um, but that is a uh, um, just a few things that you can plant, and I'm sure there's more. This is just some of the things that's hitting me off the top of my head. Uh, just like planting uh, bowls for the spring where you're doing daffodils or you're doing tulips. Uh, again, you can do these bulb type onions and the garlic and the shallots. So anyway, just giving you an idea. Now, uh, experiment with your potatoes. Experiment here. Uh, try them and see how it works. Keep that journal. Keep that log. You'll know what's going on. And remember, uh, the way that inflation's running, if you're going to plant a garden next year and I would uh, uh, raise bed, I would... Uh, very much recommend that you extend your garden and space if, uh, and try to take as much uh, out of your budget from going to the grocery store and back into your pocket and get a better vegetable um, than you can get there anyway. Because how do you beat fresh? Walk straight out, get it, and then cook it or either uh, prepare it for canning or freezing, whichever one that you do. Um, one thing though, do not forget to is uh, when you get those seeds, make sure that they go in a cool, dry place and uh, make your notes in your book that you've already bought those. Uh, and I really would. I would suggest that you go ahead and get those uh, seeds purchased now. They'll be fine for next year's planting. You don't worry about that. If, again, you have seeds in your garden right now, uh, whether it be beans, whether it be tomatoes, cantaloupes, watermelons, peppers, squash, zucchini, whatever, go ahead and uh, save those seeds yourself. Uh, uh, if you can buy some along with those at a good price, that's fine. Go ahead and do that too. Never hurts to have backups. But, um, you know, try saving some seeds this year. Uh, you'll get better at it as you go and you'll learn more techniques. Uh, but it's really not that hard. And that way, one thing about it, um, you know, I've talked to you guys about how I grew up, and we kind of grew up like everybody's going back to. I mean, we were the original preppers. Uh, but the thing is, 
my grandfather, when we lived across the road from each other, and so we shared a lot of things. One would do one thing, one would do the other. But uh, he had what we called a pantry, and half of that pantry was full of seeds. Uh, I mean, he kept those seeds there year after year after year. And regardless if he had enough left over, he always had a label in the jar. He knew the date. He knew the variety. And so if he did save some, and we had some from the previous year, he would plant those first, or he would mix when he planted um, those. But he would always save the seed. Uh, what we didn't put up to eat or we didn't eat at the time went for seeds, and the seeds was saved. Um, we shared seeds among the laborers, among Ken, um, of people even out of state. Um, but that way everybody had the seed. And here's the good thing. We kept a lot of the old varieties going that way, and they didn't get lost. Today it's still hard to find a lot of different varieties of, like the cluster onions uh, is one. Yes, there's some around, but there was a one certain type that's getting hard to find. Um, field peas. There's two or three different varieties of the older field peas that grew long, had a bigger pea, wonderful heirloom peas, but they're getting hard to find. You can't buy them commercially anymore. You have to kind of get them through uh, the Seed Savers Exchange or someone you know. So that's why that we always want to keep our seeds, and we always keep those seeds as heirloom. Uh, keep in mind if you're planting a hybrid saving seed, uh, you're going to go in to another generation, and you probably won't have the same thing that you had the first planting. And uh, we talked about this um, uh, the last couple Sundays um, on our podcast uh, with um, um, the King of the Prophetic Society. Uh, your hybrids are, your first one is F1. You save the seed out of that, it's F2. It's going to be different. And the seed out of F2 will be an F3. And sometimes it won't even look the same. Nine times out of ten, if they produce, they're going to go back to the strongest of whatever the cross was in that hybrid. So make sure that when you're saving seed, you're saving heirloom seeds, whether it be okra, whether it be squash, cucumbers, uh, tomato seed. Um, and that's getting harder and harder to do unless you stay with a lot of the old varieties. Old varieties of tomatoes are like German Johnson's. Is one Cherokee Purple is another, Mr. Stripe is another. Um, of course, there's there's several, several, several of these heirloom tomatoes that's out there. So make sure that you do your homework and the plants that you bought or the seeds that you've saved, make sure that they are the heirloom type and they do produce the same thing year after year. All right. Well, I hope this has helped kind of give you a, a little uh, – burst in your brain of some of the things that you can do and uh, I hope some of you will try it and I'd really really love to hear how it turns out for you uh, you can go to our website if you was got any questions for us on the podcast or uh, if you'd like to just hear some of the uh, older podcasts we do have them already there just to click on uh, our website is daddypeach.com also, when you go on there, you can sign up for a monthly newsletter uh, that we send out once a month. Uh, we don't sell, share, or do anything with your email except send you that uh, 
newsletter uh, regarding tips and uh, what to plant this month in this area. So hopefully that can help you some. Uh, while you're there on our site, uh, go through and look at our products and see which one, just like we were talking with the mulching or preparing your beds or loosening the soles, you can get a good look at everything we got there and kind of get an idea of what you're going to need for next spring. Is that journal, as you're looking through, if you see something, hey, I want to try this in my garden, one of these Daddy Peak products, write it down, and that way you'll know. Um, we do appreciate you listening, and uh, I hope that uh, some of this can give you an idea and maybe be helpful to you. Well, until next time, you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete, and I'm Melvin York. <laughs>